Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave Podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, good evening to you on this special Wednesday, September 27th night, uh, midweek edition of the Rant and Rave Show. How are you doing tonight? Dude, you look a little peak, you look a little kind of yeah. tired there, dude. Looking a little, are you well, feeling yeah, okay? Good. It's good to see you. I'm glad we're doing the podcast on yeah. this uh, on this Wednesday, the 27th of September, like you just said. But uh, yeah, I'm a little bummed out because yeah, the strike's yeah. over. Now, what's you know, strike? I'm what's kind strike of is that's the writer's strike. Okay. What strike? Please, there's only one strike. Well, you know, people, Dave. We have listeners all over the world, and when you say the strike is over, some <laughs> dude in Sweden's going to go, "What? What? Yeah. What strike?" So, hey, I live in a bubble. It is the Hollywood bubble. Okay. okay? <laughs> so uh, now I'm bummed because it's over. Now you, you think, oh, Dave, you're always kind of a contrarian. Because now the writers will be able to ruin more franchises and create more woke pro- more woke programming that we won't watch. <laughs> yes. is, it, is it exactly? Yes. So uh, I yeah. went five months. I wish we would have gone five years. And now yeah. the actors are going to get behind it. And uh, I, I'm all about the AI. Let's bring on some more AI writers. Bring on the AI. And apparently the deal is so watered down that the AI thing, obviously it's going to keep happening. You're going to get to 97% of a script and you're going to have these woke morons comb through the last 3%. That's it. <laughs> And so, yeah, they, it's like, oh my gosh! Now, who's gonna keep who's gonna keep making us, uh, you know, the uh, the cappuccinos at Starbucks? Come on, we depend on these people. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then, and then, right up the road, people just to kind of clue you in what go, goes on in L.A. on a daily basis at the right. Reagan Library. Now, I oh, hope yeah. everybody, when you visit Los Angeles, yeah, please go Simi, out there in Simi Valley. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's great. Been there many times. Me too. Yeah. The it's great. You always call them the Keebler Elves, which yeah. is a funny nickname. So they're yeah. up there right now. They are <laughs> pulling at one, two, three percent. Everyone else running for uh, the GOP uh, uh, presidential nod. Yeah. Well, it's either so the Keebler to... Elves or the Seven Dwarfs. So you can take your choice, Dave. Oh, yeah, one there's the, only one, seven left, right? Sleepy, dopey, snoozy. It's pretty much the same thing. Now, apparently, even before the thing had begun, they were calling it a complete disaster because they had to lower the amount they could charge <laughs> on the commercials. Yes, exactly. Wait, wait, did you hear about this? No, totally, dude. I caught this on Steve Bannon this morning. Great reporting on, on uh, the War Room. First thing. So, apparently... Fox News could not sell – they couldn't even sell advertising at the going rates. They had to cut Ouch. the rates by 70 – this is public. This is There's articles about, out about this. this. is like public. They had to cut the rates by 75% just to attract uh. people, just to attract companies to come, to come in and advertise it. So just so folks understand at home what that means, that means nobody's listening. Nobody, nobody cares. Nobody's watching and nobody gives a crap. And that's what that means. There's just like zero interest at the corporate level or the retail level. So the whole uh, rhino corporate uh, uh, Ron McDaniel establishment, they're, they're crashing and burning. They're done. And what's smart? So here's the transition to that. Yeah. Donald Trump is, is so past. He's not even touching that nonsense. So yeah. on the same night... Yeah. That the Keebler elves were out there mouthing off about, well, I'm going to do this or that or take yeah. take a low. You know, the only thing they could have pantsed Chris Christie. Maybe yeah. that would have made news. That's about yeah. it. Size 55 uh, waist Chris Christie. Yeah. <laughs> they would have needed two or three people to, to, to pants him. It's a, that's a big belt. So he, Trump's out there in, in Detroit. I didn't see the whole thing. A little a couple of highlights. He gave a fantastic financial speech on the state of both the auto workers. Yeah. But but the entire country. Yeah. Um. Very good. So not only is he impressing the UAW workers, you know, yeah. auto workers are on strike. We've talked about how much the the pull of the leaders toward this green energy nonsense 
uh, from the Biden administration is doing. And he came right out and says, hey, to you striking yeah. workers, yeah. you you have to either uh, tell your uh, quote unquote leaders of the of your union to get off it and, st- and, and disconnect from the Biden administration or we're going to we won't get we won't get behind you. This electric vehicle mandate is destroying <laughs> the auto industry. <laughs> Dude, and it's uh, thanks. Funny segue. So I did, literally just read an article. We didn't even talk about this pre before we got on air about a, a new electric vehicle plant. Did you see this, Dave? There's a new electric vehicle plant being built. I think it's in Minnesota or somewhere in the Midwest. Dave, it requires so much power. They have to build a dedicated coal plant right next to it to power the facility. <laughs> it's, yeah, right. It's the, think, it's the, it's the Panasonic right? electric vehicle battery Panasonic. Battery. Yeah, so think yeah. about that, right? I mean, here we are, right? The, the, all their storyline, their narrative around eco and all the rest of it. This electric vehicle, this electric plant requires so much power, they have right. to build a dedicated coal plant right next to it to power it. Oh, dude. Dude, the comedy writes itself on this show, doesn't it? I mean, it really, it's, I mean, you cannot yeah. make this shit up. It shows you the uh, depravity and the complete disconnect from reality these people have. So they say a 15-pound lithium-ion battery holds about the same amount of energy as a pound of oil. So basically doing your math, these batteries weigh are, are like 1,000 pounds. Right. And that's why uh, – and they don't know how to recycle these things. No, of course it's not. It's so energy inefficient. It's yeah. the opposite of what they want to do. Yeah. Well, again, it has, but but Dave, if it come, remember it comes back to what I posted on social media about this, uh, I don't know, a bunch of time ago. It has nothing to do with the environment. It has everything to do with control, and yes. they know it. it, it that's know. the whole yeah. point. They know it. They're not right. stupid. These people are very, very smart. They're using the woke ideology wedge to get inside weak-minded people's heads on these issues. And so they're all driving around with their little, oh, I got my Tesla, and I got my solar panel, and I'm feeling good about the country and the world. Meanwhile, you're making no bit of difference whatsoever because China and India do not reduce their emissions. By the way, Dave, there's like 57. I saw this on Dave Walsh Energy. By the way, check him out, Dave Walsh Energy. He's on Bannon all the time. He would be the next greatest Secretary of Energy. Dave, there's 57 nuclear reactors under construction in the world today. Okay, guess where? Guess how many the United States has of that 57? Zero. One. One. Yay. <laughs> One. One. And guess where? Like 90 percent of them are in uh, uh, China, or Europe, or Africa. Right, because they they know they know they know what it takes to power an economy, to power a city, to power a grid. Right, you need you need uh, what do you call it? Continuous baseload energy. You have to be able to flip the switch, and the power's there. I got news for people who are really into all this stuff. Wind works like one third of the time. Solar about about right around about the same amount about 20 thirds it's it's dark two-thirds of the time and you have clouds and when you don't so how did, and you can't store beyond four hours of power with today's technology uh so so then what so get your heads out of your behinds i know i'm preaching i'm preaching to the choir because the folks that aren't watching our show listen to our show they get this but your friend i'm talking about your friends yeah. who are libtards who just take the facts to them and just like talk about it like they don't get it and, you know, another horrible uh, uh, you know, connection to all this thing is the horrible graveyard of electric vehicles because it's, it costs more to replace the battery than to replace the whole vehicle. So out there, especially like in France, European countries, already, and this is just the start, there are literally hundreds of acres 
all you see, it's a graveyard of little electric EV bikes, EV right. cars. It, it's not worth it for them to even recycle this stuff. Nope. So it just, oh, we're both happy helping the environment. Uh, not so much. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> not, not so much. Not so much. Uh, hey, um, so anyway, so great for Donald Trump. Great speech out there in Detroit. Yes. Um, he is the blue collar billionaire, no doubt about it. And, yep. you know, it's funny how, you know, he's the, the blue, what do they call it? The uh, uh, lunch bucket Joe. That right. was like his nickname forever. He's pro-union. Ah, not so much there, Joe. Take, take, take a chill pill. I think Donald Trump has totally captured the Midwest working class at this point. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so speaking of that, uh, um, you know they say uh, uh, never judge a book by its cover? So I heard that somewhere, yeah. I'm not, so, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I'm, Although I, I, gonna, I do it all the time, but, uh, you know, I mean, I I'm do, push- and then I make exceptions. <laughs> I, I make all I make exceptions like all day long. So let's take a look at the at the yeah. super Philadelphia riots. Left, oh no, no, sorry. <laughs> super ultra. Talk about a book week. by talk about talk about a book by its cover. I saw the video. We're going to cover the Philadelphia riots later. Yeah, folks, hold but on, like, yeah, hold on. Saw the video. <laughs> no, but I'm not going to get. But I saw the video. Right, like she saw like a hundred people pouring out of store. I'm like, what do all these people have in common? What do all? Well, come what? On. Well, you know, it, where are all the white people? Yeah, I was gonna say, where are all the white? Aren't they all white? Sorry, they're not there. Is? There's, 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 there's zero. It's like there was none. Zero. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Anyway, I, I digress. I'm sorry. You do digress. Okay. Uh, no, the civil justice of the New York County Supreme Court. I mean, if you look at this guy, you go, oh my gosh, this guy. Um, he would. He, he's like a devotee of Karl Marx at this point. I mean, just, mm. just by glancing at him, and sure enough, he he thought, you know what? I agree. I agree with Michael Cohen. I agree with uh, Attorney AG Letitia James, her case about saying how Donald Trump inflated the price of all of his properties. So let's throw some more indictments his way. Right. I mean, this was this barely even got a blip on the lamestream news. I mean, they yeah. barely touched this thing. And the, and the one highlight, I mean, basically just trying to denigrate him. Oh, the, oh you're going to take away his business? I don't think so. They said, if you can get this, guys, Mar-a-Lago which is easily valued at close to re- realistically a billion dollars. They said it's only worth right. 18 billion dollars. 18 billion. 18 million, million excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Where do they where does he get just saying this? He, Out of their ass. He has a real estate ba- I don't think he has a real estate background. Zero, of course. I mean there's a, there's a, there's an there's an empty lot for sale right next to Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach right now and it's something like 120 million. There's nothing on it. It's just vacant land uh, between the beach and the intracoastal. And so obviously, his, it's well known that his place is worth around about a billion. There's like, it's it's like, I don't know, it's like 40 acres. I mean, it's an amazing oh property. It's a lifetime property. Yeah. I've been there. It's the former, uh, you know, Meriwether Post estate from back in the you know, the old days, uh, famous Mar- Marjorie Mer- Meriwether Post uh, of the Post serial family fortune, uh, which he bought uh, from from them uh, many, many years ago. But yeah, it's obviously, it's it's total nonsense. And Dave, of course, it's no surprise. This happens, This we, we laid out a timeline for this months ago on the show. Every single time a shoe drops on the Biden CCP connection, and today one did, with with actual, so, so Hunter Biden, they have SARS reports now that they're showing they listed Joe Biden's residence in Delaware when he was VP on transactions directly between CCP entities and bank accounts based in Maryland using Joe Biden's home address in Delaware. So on the same day that information comes out from a uh, from an IRS whistleblower, what a surprise that the Letitia James backed judge 
in New York drops this ridiculous, drops it, yeah. and he might. It, it's not even a. It, it's not even. There was no. Let's just a couple of facts, right? There was no jury, there was no trial, there was no nothing. Basically, Letitia James just asked this judge to find him guilty, and he did. It's beyond it's, laughable. I mean, it's like it's beyond a banana republic. But also, there's no victim. No, Goldman he, they, Sachs, all, they all paid back. They got packed with the interest. No, 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 no. yeah, and 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 and, and Trump's and Trump's uh, uh, you know real estate empire paid back all the banks with interest, all the money. And what what is his greatest quote unquote crime? Oh, I said my house was uh, ten thousand square feet, and it was really seven thousand five hundred. Well, last time I checked, exaggerating wasn't a crime. Like, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Just uh, this story is beyond ridiculous. To the point where they're committing, the Dems are committing so much lawfare, they are going to need the Supreme Court to come in and just slap them up that face side sl- silly. Because yeah. this is just getting ridiculous. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a three-ring circus at this point. But the tie-in, exactly, and we've talked about this many, many times, is um, like clockwork. It's like, let me see, we got this whole Hunter Biden wire transfer thing now documented now because we got we got the we got the various uh, this is the House Oversight Committee, by the way, they're just this just right. came out yesterday, yesterday, not, uh, last night. Um, and so we got to drop that. They, they have this like ready. I think they have like in their holster. OK, sure. Once this thing comes out, we got it. We got it. Letitia, fire totally. away, right? Fire away. Yeah. But um, as, a, as a slight under uh, little detail to this, two wires linked to BHR Partners, which is a Beijing backed private equity firm right. controlled by CCP. the Bank yeah. of China Limited. Right. Yeah. So they have Joe's. The Bank of China, Wellington. just for just to be clear, the yeah. Bank of China is the Chinese Communist it's the Party. Exactly. It's a state-sponsored. It's a state-owned bank, right? So now, e- even though this was a relatively small amount, this particular wire transfer, they now have a direct connection, people. So everybody says, well, you have no evidence about it. The Hunter Biden, blah blah blah, and, and the ten percent of the guy. This is about as if you want receipts. This is it. That is please. it, baby. Oh, I know. It's it's um, it's crazy. It's crazy. And meanwhile, meanwhile, will will any of the networks cover this part of the story at all, Frank? No, not at all. Nope. <laughs> not so. at all. Not and at meanwhile, all. Meanwhile, the impeachment thing is as a side story, and uh, that's you know James Comer's kind of leading that parade. That's ongoing. Yeah. So that just kind of kicked into gear. In fact, tomorrow, is it tomorrow? Yeah, Thursday. They will actually start having witnesses and begin the whole like, hey, maybe uh, we're going to get some people on record to even. Uh, reveal some more information, more witnesses. Here's Bruce my Kavinsky idea, Dave. Let's pull. So let's pull. Let's pull a Democrat here. Let's just pull a Democratic maneuver. Let's just go straight to a vote. Thumbs up or down <laughs> right. on p- impeach? No, I mean forget. Get right for, no, get right to it. Get, I mean, as if there's I'll not enough evidence already. Give me a break. There's so much stuff out there, right? Just a, a thumbs up or down, straight up or down vote. That's it. Hey, I want to get right to the next election, November 2020. He's already up by 10 points. I mean, timing is everything, but I mean, holy cow, he's already killing it. So the Trump that is. He's going to kill it and and the link to Biden. So uh, we're hearing more and more uh, details about Menendez, that corrupt New Jersey senator. They now have uh, direct talk about receipts. His connections now, this is going to spill over. It's going to be bigger than I thought it was going to be initially that we just told you about last week. He now has direct connections to many other Democrat politicians. Yeah. We're talking money going to Raphael Warnock in Georgia. We're right. talking Alex Padilla out here in California. They right. have the receipts. And it's gonna, it's gonna, he's going to be like a, a rotting fish. I think yeah. he's going to kind of – I think he's going to stink up the mess along with everything else for the next few months. 
I think he could. I think he could. Can I touch on immigration for a second? I know you didn't want me to <laughs> go there, but I, I got to go there. I got to go. I got to go there. I got go a couple of minutes. I got to give folks at home because look, here's folks. Here's the thing. Our country's disintegrating. Okay, our country is melting down as we speak, and that is not an exaggeration. I have never before seen the southern border in this kind of crisis. Okay, I mean we are in a crisis. New York City, the Roosevelt Hotel, they're putting up uh, garbage bags in the windows to black out everything because of what's going on inside there. Thousands more people per day show up at this hotel. There's tens of thousands of people now showing up at this hotel. It's costing the city billions of dollars, New York City, right? Eagle Pass, Texas, 17,000 immigrants have been arrested in the last 10 days. I say immigrants. I mean 17,000 illegal aliens arrested in the last 10 days. This is a small little border town, Dave, in, in Texas. They, they Places like Eagle Pass and El Paso and Yuma... In Tucson, Arizona, they cannot handle this kinds of influx. And down around my neck of the woods here in San Diego, 7,500 illegals dropped off by Border Patrol at the direction of Department of Homeland Security by Biden directly. They're being dropped off in streets, at dollar stores, in parking lots, all over San Diego County, 7,500 in the last 10 days and counting. And do you think, oh, well, they're just all, they're all just need, they need a home. No, these are, these are like fighting age men, very few kids, very few women, mostly men between 18 and 30 years old. So what are they doing? Where are they going? Well, they're going to our neighborhoods. They're going to our parks. They're going to our malls. They're assaulting people. They're raping people. They're stealing cars. Uh, they're committing crimes. And this is a major problem. So for folks out there who are listening, who have libtard friends, and the next time one of your libtard friends has a kid who's assaulted at a mall by someone like this, tell them to change their vote because this is what is happening. And all of this now, Dave, my last point on this one, uh, is causing the mayor of San Francisco, among other people, to make a quote-unquote, according to Politico, this is a political report today, which is a left-leaning journal, quote, a seismic shift to the right in San Francisco. So they're now going to do a lot more things which sound normal to people like us, like, for example, requiring all recipients of county-based uh, county-funded welfare to undergo drug screening. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a reasonable test, right? Rather than just handing out money to people that are smoking crack every day, uh, they're going to actually start testing them for drugs. And of course, to normal sane people, that sounds fine. But there's this San Francisco, which is not normal sane people. So anyway, it's it's an implosion, Dave. This is not just a crazy rant rant on the show. Uh, we have got a serious, serious crisis. They are saying now upwards of five, six, seven million people have already crossed in. They say if we can't stop this in the next 12 months, by the time Biden's done, we're going to have 10 million people. And That's here's the kicker, the Dave. That was already here. Here's the kicker. You might say, well, Trump's going to get him in mass deportation. Yes, that would be a great idea, except one problem. They're going to give them all fake ID. Well, not, they're, the DHS is giving them all IDs. They've given them all. So all these people, when they came over, they gave fake info. Fake info. So it's like, oh, I live at 1234 Main Street, and my, my phone number is 555-1234. All the info is fake. And so finding these people to deport them is going to become very, very difficult. You've called this from day one. Uh, this is all about creating chaos. They want that. They want to have yes, sir. Uh, a misery and uh, a, a certain level of fear 
resonating throughout society so they can control you. That's right. Uh, They want to control your food product. They want everything to be electric so they can control how much uh, food and energy you consume. That's right. And and this is all part of it. It Um, is all part of it. And and, and and that's that's why – let's just hone in on that for one second because that's such an important point that you're making. I think a lot of well-intentioned moderates think, well, why is this happening? Can't they just get a hold of it? and make it better so that we kind of go back to quote unquote normal folks you need to understand <laughs> they they don't want they don't want to go back to the shining city on the hill and that exceptional nation founded under god 200 something years ago but it's, they, they want venezuela here they want they want that kind of disruption that's the whole point it's not this is not incompetence this is extraordinarily smart competent people intentionally doing things and so you people need to understand this is american marxism this is not this is not kennedy democrat this is american marxism at its finest i think the uh they always talk about the sub the suburb uh, soccer moms and how oh you know they're very upset with donald the orange man because uh he said he had a mean tweet i think they have finally have seen the light of day a lot of them you know, because so. uh, basically the, every every city now is a border town, every yeah. city, whether you're in Minnesota or Maine. And they're finally saying, hey, I can't let my 12-year-old daughter go to the mall on her own anymore. You yeah. can't. Yeah. I don't care what – unless you're like maybe in Topeka, Kansas. There's one city left, maybe yeah. Wyoming. But any other even mid, mid-sized city, how can you let your 12 or 13-year-old daughter go to a mall alone anymore? You can't. You can't. And, you can't. and I think these soccer moms are finally – you know what? The, or- the orange man, he, he made a couple of nasty remarks about a girl, and, and it was off mic a, year, a few years ago. Yeah. I don't like the way he tweets. But by the way, his tweets yeah. are about his mother. But my daughter wasn't getting gang, ramp- gang, gang ra- raped by like 11 Hispanics at the mall either. So it's, 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 it's a yeah, different, th- th- different things setup. Th- things have shifted. Um, let's just talk about what happened in Philadelphia last night. Oh, I mean, sure. We were, at, we were yeah. having just full scale. It doesn't matter what the cause. Oh, some police shooting is nonsense. The, the inner city, uh, I, I, whether you want to call it, okay, we have a black problem, we have an inner city problem. It's, it is off, it is so out of control. It's and so out of control. It's the whole tied into the defund the police movement. If you're a cop in Philadelphia, I'm not touching that. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't even believe they did. I got to give the cops kudos. I mean, I saw these mother effers pouring out of like the Apple store and the Lululemon right. store. Dude, this was five blocks from Rittenhouse Square. I used to live in Philadelphia, okay? Rittenhouse Square is like Times Square. It's like it's like it's mm. ground zero. It's a beautiful area. Lots of nice yeah. shops, lots of beautiful restaurants. Good friend of mine was there for a meeting just the other day. Um, this was five blocks off of there. All the high-end shops, like from Rodeo Drive type thing from Beverly Hills, and these mother effers Ooh. swarming, dude, dozens and dozens and dozens. They had they had they had on Halloween masks. They couldn't get marked by the video by the by the, uh, the facial recognition. Uh, the cops, you know, they were doing their best. Um, and everyone's talking now. Should they have tased them? Should they have shot them? Should, I mean, yeah. you should, you know. So, but they just they're allowed to loot. They're allowed to lose. So there are no consequences. So this is what you get. You have anarchy. Anarchy is the ultimate result. And guess what? You got it. It's a soft on crime attitude that the Dems have in every major city. We have it here with uh, Gascon, our DA in, in Los Angeles. Right. And, and unfortunately, these these woke left wing corporations targets a perfect example. Hey, you go woke, go broke. Here you go, Target. Now they've left at uh, nine yeah. more stores are closing yeah. in yeah. four Democrat led states. Yeah. So now guess what? Oh, we need to have more healthy, uh, you know, organic food in the inner city. You ain't got nothing in the inner city. You don't <laughs> even have Target anymore. Yeah. 
You think you know, impossible? You, you think impossible burgers is going to start selling, uh, setting up shop in uh, inner city Baltimore? It, yeah, right. I'm Good luck with that. I don't think so. Yeah. And one more tie in. This is a, I hate to end the show on kind of a saddish note, but this is a classic example of oh, yeah. um, it's it's gone woke on broke on, on a whole other level, costing yes. people their lives now. So yes. Um, a well-known tech CEO, female, under 30. She was actually on Fortune's under, you know, 30 for 30. Right, you know, very, right. very, making national press. And she was running her, um, kind of an eco-cyber uh, uh, company. Her name was Pava LaPere. Right. In Baltimore, um, minding her own business, making a great living. Uh, she's 25 years old. Yeah. 20, I'm sorry, 26 26, years old yeah, yeah. Um, she was brutally beaten and left for dead two days ago by a black man. Yeah. Now, yeah. it's it's horrible by any account, and it's so sad for her, but it just shows you. She, just reading a little bit about her, she lived in a very naive bubble. Yes. Okay? So um, forget what her business was, but she was very left-wing, very, oh, we have to support Antifa, we have to support BLM. And her Ecomap Technologies company... Um, you know, I'm sure whatever whatever it brought to the world, I'm sure it was a very it was a, it was a great business. But it, and it, and a sad end. I just hope more young females use this as a way of saying, you know what, maybe we need to be a little bit more realistic in our thinking of how the world works. Hundred percent, dude. No, it's a tragic story. But on the other hand, I actually am kind of glad you ended with this story because it is very very instructive. Uh, go woke, go broke, and sometimes end up dead. Um, depending on, you know, how far you, you live that ideology. And I know some people, even some, you know, uh, I'll say not direct family relations, but re related family relations who are willing to follow their ideology. And I, Dave, I've talked about this on many shows in the past year or two. They are willing to follow their ideology to the grave. And, I, the think, grave. and oh, I think, and I think, yeah. and I think, unfortunately, and I've said it many, many times that I, ideology trumps everything. It trumps facts. It tri it trumps common sense. It trumps everything. Because um, you got to figure, she's a very bright, very entrepreneur. smart, yeah, yeah. Obviously, a very bright. I'm sure she would be great to hang out with, but just yeah. totally not seeing the world yeah. in a realistic viewpoint. And yeah. it cost her her life. Cost her her life has nothing yeah. to do with intelligence. Um, yeah. Sadly, uh, it cost her her life. But one of the reasons we do this show is so that we can try to educate and inform and be a force multiplier for truth, justice, and the American way. Uh, I know that's a tried old saying, but it's absolutely true on this show, and we want to make sure that remains in the United States of America. Damn it. Dave, great to see you this week, folks. Thanks for checking out our show. You can find us on all the podcast platforms of choice. We are out there everywhere, and we're also on social media, out there tweeting and zipping and doodling and daddling at Rant and Rave 1776 on Getter, Gab, Social, uh, all the different platforms. And Dave, we will see, we will see you down the road on the right side.